Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, we give you permission to do what you desire. Make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit. Illuminate the scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. If you wish, you can make me clean. This leper coming to Christ and begging him this. Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. Why would he use this phrase, clean? Like, why you can make me clean? Why didn't he say, you can heal me? Because when someone had leprosy at this time, it, it, they... It was not only a physical ailment, and certainly it was a physical ailment that was um, debilitating, painful, and then ultimately fatal. But because it was contagious, then they were cast away from the community. They were not able to come in and to be with the community, either uh, to gather socially and in a particular way to be with them in the synagogue or in the temple to worship God. And as we see from the first reading that when someone had leprosy, again, they were cast out. They were cast out. And then when someone would come near them, if they were traveling from town to town and they would come near them, then the leper had to cry out, unclean, unclean, and to cover themselves so that the other person would know that they were a leper so they, they wouldn't come into contact with them and potentially get the disease themselves. So outside of the physical suffering that it brought, it was deeply painful on an emotional and spiritual level. Just being cast out and discarded in this way. And so when this man comes before the Lord, what he's asking more than the physical healing is, Lord, make me clean. Like declare me clean that I may be brought back into communion with others. That it may no longer be cast out and that I can again enter into the synagogue and enter into the temple to worship my God. This cry from the depths of his heart. And so Jesus at this point too, he comes before him, says his heart was moved with compassion and he reached out and he touched him. This would have been shocking for anyone at that time to reach out and to touch the leper. Why? Because if you touched the leper, then you were, you were in great danger of contracting the disease yourself. But when Jesus touching him, touches him, instead of the leper affecting Jesus, Jesus had an effect on him. He was healed. His leprosy was immediately gone. And it says he was immediately made clean. Immediately and then now in a position to enter back into deep relationship with others and with the Lord. But then what does Jesus tell him? He tells him something interesting. Like he's already healed and he's already clean. But he says, go to the priest. Why go to the priest? So because at that time, can we see in the first chapter, uh, in the first reading today from Leviticus, 
if, if you've ever, you know, tried to read through the Bible straight, right, and you may be like, okay, read Genesis, Exodus, and I get to, Le- you get to Leviticus and you're like, oh, what's going on, right? Because it's really written, it's a very technical book written for the priest of the time. And so at this point, they're going through like one of the, the roles of the priest was when somebody had leprosy. And again, that leprosy, we're not, we aren't exactly sure if it was just specifically what we call Hansen's disease today or any skin disease or ailment like psoriasis or something. Because the priest would um, examine them and then declare if they had leprosy or not. And if they did, then they would have to remove themselves from the community. But if the person was healed... Then they would come back to the priest, and the priest would ask him to offer these ceremonial washings, cleansing, and then they were allowed to come back into the community and back to worship. So Jesus is saying, hey, go to the priest, as that is his role, and then it will be official, right, that you can be drawn back in. So we say all this because the church has always seen this encounter with Christ as a foreshadowing, right, as a pointing forward to the sacrament of reconciliation and confession. That leprosy in the scriptures has always been a physical ailment, but one that points to how sin affects us. Leprosy and damages our bodies and ultimately it can be fatal. Sin damages our soul and then mortal sin right, can be fatal spiritually. Sin uh, le- leprosy again would cast them out. They would break relationships with others and, and, and not allow them to enter into full communion to worship with the Lord. Sin damages our relationship with those around us. And it damages our relationship with the Lord. And then when it's mortal sin, right, it cuts off the life of grace. And so leprosy has always been seen as like a physical analogy for the spiritual reality of sin and its effect in our life. And so we come before the Lord like this leper. Lord, if you will it, you can make me clean. Coming before him and asking for his mercy. And Jesus always, always forgives. Always reaches his hand out and touches us, right? And this is part of the sacramental reality of the church. The church is not just about, like, again, like thinking and, 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 and even faith, which is powerful. But we are very tangible people. And so the faith comes to us through things, through this incarnational reality. And so the Lord, when he resurrected and then he entered into the upper room and he breathed on the apostles, the Holy Spirit, one of the first things he told them was, peace be with you and whose sins you retain or retain, whose sins you forgive are forgiven. And so we go to the sacrament of reconciliation. Christ is the one who forgives sins. But the priest stands there sacramentally in the place of Jesus to offer absolution, to speak the words of forgiveness and mercy because Christ has ordained, right, ordained the priest to be in that place. We go and we physically ask for mercy and then we receive it in this incarnational tangible way that our souls are healed, relationships are restored, and then we can enter back into full communion with the Lord. As we're days away now from beginning this Lenten season, Lenten season is always a call like this leper to come back before the Lord. 
to confess our need for him, to confess our sin, and to receive his healing grace and mercy. And so I want to encourage you, if maybe you've stayed away from the sacrament of reconciliation for a while, return to the Lord. Return to the Lord. He has ordained it this way, that in a tangible way, in a sacramental way, we can encounter his mercy and know the grace that only he can give. We come before him, kneeling, it says. And if you wish, Lord, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. In the sacrament of reconciliation, as the penitent, including myself, I go to, I go to <laughs> confession regularly, and I can't go to myself, right? I can't look in the mirror and, like, give myself absolution. It'd be, it'd be less embarrassing, right? It would be great. But the truth is, is that I, too, need to go. We all go. And as we go before the priest, and he stretches out his hand and offers absolution, the absolution of Christ. And it is in that moment, immediately, our souls are made clean. The restoration of the life of grace, the infusion of the gifts and the fruits of the Spirit, and the invitation to be drawn back into to communion with our God. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at Christ the King is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.